Good morning, and welcome to Simply Sports. It's Wednesday, January 24th. On today's show, Harrison joins UFC and is set to debut against Holm at UFC 300, and LeBron and Curry top the U.S. player pool for the Olympics. Plus, fabulous Kucherov scores a hat trick in Lightning's victory. This coverage and more, up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply Sports. We start off with a significant development in women's combat sports. Holly Holm and Kayla Harrison, two of the most accomplished athletes in this field, are set to face off at UFC 300. The UFC assigned Harrison, a two-time Olympic gold medalist in judo and two-time PFL champion, to an exclusive contract. She will be fighting former UFC and boxing champion Holm at UFC 300 on April 13th in Las Vegas. Here with more on this is our correspondent, James. Can you tell us more about the significance of this matchup? Certainly, David. This is a major event in women's combat sports. Harrison, who has been the face of the PFL since her MMA debut in 2018, has fought almost her entire career under the PFL banner, primarily at 155 pounds. Now she'll be fighting at 135 pounds in the UFC, which is a significant shift. On the other hand, Holm at 42, is looking to make one last run at a UFC championship. She's officially 4-1 in her past five appearances, with the only loss being a controversial split decision. So what led to Harrison's move to the UFC and the weight class change? Harrison's manager, Ali Abdelaziz, revealed that Harrison has tested cutting weight in anticipation of a deal with the UFC and was pleased with the result. She had previously made it clear that she did not wish to cut a significant amount of weight but her options at 145 and 155 pounds have been limited in recent years. The UFC has never promoted a 155 pound division, which likely influenced her decision. And what's at stake for the winner of this match? The winner could immediately enter title contention. The UFC's newly crowned bantamweight champion, Raquel Pennington, is expected to face former champion Juliana Pena in her first defense, but the UFC has not made an official announcement yet. Given Holmes' past wins over Pennington and Harrison's impressive record, the winner of this match could very well be next in line. That's certainly something to watch out for. Thanks, James, for the latest on the UFC 300 match. Now, let's switch gears to basketball, where USA Basketball is gearing up for the Summer Olympics in Paris, aiming for a fifth consecutive gold medal. LeBron James, Stephen Curry, and Joel Embiid who recently became a U.S. citizen, are among the 41 players who have expressed interest in joining the team. Here to discuss this further is our correspondent, Michael. Can you tell us more about this pool of players? Certainly, David. This pool of players is a mix of seasoned veterans and promising newcomers. LeBron James, who last played in the Olympics in 2012, and Stephen Curry, who has never played in the Olympics, are among the big names. Joel Embiid, originally from Cameroon, became a U.S. citizen in 2022 and is also in the mix. The list also includes Kevin Durant, Jimmy Butler, Paul George, and Kyrie Irving, all Team USA veterans. When will the final roster be decided? The final 12-man team could be set as early as May, with the Olympics starting on July 27th. However, the health of the players at the end of the playoffs will play a significant role in the final selection. 
What has been the approach of USA Basketball in assembling this team? After a disappointing performance at the World Cup last summer, USA Basketball has been actively lobbying older players to join the roster. The list of players is not binding and could change over the next few months. However, it does provide insight into the team's strategy. What can you tell us about the team's size and composition? The Americans are clearly looking for size. After being outmatched by bigger teams at the World Cup, securing a commitment from Embiid was a top priority. The inclusion of 7'1 rookie Chet Holmgren and star big man Anthony Davis also speaks to this strategy. Young guards Anthony Edwards, Tyrese Halliburton, and Austin Reeves are also in the initial pool. And what about the showcase games leading up to the Olympics? Team USA has announced a showcase game against Canada, a rematch of the bronze medal game from the World Cup. This game will be held in Las Vegas on July 10th. They will also play showcase games in London against South Sudan on July 20th and world champion Germany on July 22nd. Thanks for the insights, Michael. Now, let's shift gears to some exciting developments in the NHL. In a thrilling match last night, the Tampa Bay Lightning defeated the Philadelphia Flyers 6-3 with Nikita Kucherov scoring three goals and an assist. Kucherov's performance has put him in the NHL lead with 80 points, continuing his battle with Colorado's Nathan McKinnon for the top spot. Here to discuss this further is our correspondent Celeste. Can you tell us more about Kucherov's performance and what it means for the Lightning? Absolutely, David. Kucherov's hat trick last night was a sight to behold. He scored on a one-timer from the right circle late in the first period, added a nearly identical goal, on a power play early in the second and rounded it off with an empty netter in the final minute of the game. His performance was so impressive that Lightning coach John Cooper ran out of words to describe him. Kucherov is certainly making a name for himself this season. What's contributing to his success? Cooper attributes Kucherov's success to his increased shooting. He's averaging a career-best 4.2 shots per game. As Cooper put it, when he shoots the puck, it has eyes. This has significantly boosted his game. Kucherov is on pace to surpass his career best of 41 goals set in 2018-19, with 30 goals already under his belt this season. And how does Kucherov's performance fit into the Lightning's overall performance this season? Kucherov's performance has been instrumental in the Lightning's success. His leadership on the ice has been a driving force behind the team's recent victories. The Lightning have won six out of their last seven games, other players, like Brayton Point and Brandon Hagel, who each had a goal and an assist in last night's game, are following Kucherov's lead and contributing to the team's success. What about the Flyers? What went wrong for them in this game? Philadelphia coach John Tortorella felt that the game was lost due to giving the Lightning too many chances on the power play. Tampa Bay was two for three with the man advantage. Tortorella pointed out that they took two unnecessary penalties which the Lightning capitalized on. He also mentioned that the Flyers will likely rely on Samuel Urson as their number. One goaltender for the foreseeable future after Carter Hart took an indefinite leave of absence for personal reasons. That was Simply Sports reporter Celeste giving us the breakdown of the Tampa Bay Lightning's victory over the Philadelphia Flyers. And speaking of thrilling sports moments, let's turn our attention to the Australian Open where Daniel Medvedev managed to outlast ninth-seeded Hubert Hurkacz in a grueling four-hour match, 
securing his place in the semifinals for the third time in four years. The match was filled with long rallies, and Medvedev had to fend off a comeback attempt from Herkacz to advance. With us to discuss this further is our correspondent, Bella. Can you give us more insight into this match? Certainly, David. It was indeed a tough match for Medvedev. After winning the first set in a tiebreak, he lost the second set 2-6. However, he managed to regain his momentum and won the third set 6-3. He seemed on track for a straightforward victory when he led 4-2 in the fourth set, but Herkoc raised his game and took the set 7-5, pushing the match into a deciding fifth set. And how did Medvedev manage to secure the victory in the end? Medvedev managed to break Herkoc's serve in the seventh game of the fifth set, which turned out to be the decisive moment of the match. He held on to his lead and sealed the victory with a drop shot. After the match, Medvedev admitted to feeling physically drained, stating that he was so destroyed right now during his on-court interview. It seems like Medvedev has had a challenging run in Melbourne so far. Yes, that's correct. Medvedev has indeed had a tough run, including a nearly four-half-hour, five-set second-round match that finished close to 4 a.m. He even admitted that he was already thinking about the flight home during that match. The thought of going home crossed his mind again during his match against Herkoc, prompting him to change his game plan and do whatever he could to turn things around. This included adopting a risky serve-volley strategy on some points and standing up near the baseline to receive serves, which is closer than his usual deep positioning. Who will Medvedev face in the semifinals? Medvedev will face either Wimbledon champion Carlos Alcaraz or Olympic gold medalist Alexander Zverev, who were scheduled to play later on Wednesday. Regardless of who he faces, if Medvedev continues to show the same resilience he displayed against Herkoc, we can expect a thrilling semifinal match. Indeed, we look forward to that. Thanks to our Simply Sports reporter Bella for the latest from the Australian Open. And with that, we wrap up our stories for today. We'll see you back here tomorrow.